0: Greetings, this is The Danger Hour, a podcast for morons. I'm sorry to inform you this way, but it's true. If you're listening to this, <laughs> it's a it's a sad day, everybody. <laughs> I'm your Fancy Pants host, James.
1: Oh my God, James. It's great to see you.
0: Well, I wish I could say the same.
1: James, why are you being so cunty? I just said something very nice to you and you returned it with negativity.
0: Well, I guess it's just my nature. <laughs> And this is why I don't have friends. Hi, everybody. This is The Danger as I said. And, uh, well, wow. some crazy, weird, disturbing things have been happening in this world. Let me first start off with this. Ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. I repeat, ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. Seriously, this is not a drill. You, you're gonna, you're gonna die. <laughs> it wasn't quite that dramatic, but uh, it might as well have been. Yeah, people. <laughs> I guess it was sent out to people's phones. You know, like those emergency alerts. People in Hawaii saying they were gonna get that bombs were coming to get them. It's like, what the fuck, man. What do you do with that information? Nobody has any bomb shelters for the most part, I guess. There's no basements there. What do you do? Man, can you imagine that? Can you imagine you're just, you know, it's a Saturday morning. You're just doing whatever, whatever you do. And you get that message. What kind of a sinking feeling do you get? What is your first, what is your first thought? What is your plan? oh shit I mean what can you possibly do we just wait what a mind fuck the crazy part is well it's all crazy but I guess the funny part is that uh, the Pornhub website it had a, a a decline a spike a decline spike after that message was sent out the porn, uh, porn viewing dropped negative 77%. <laughs>
1: negative 77%.
0: And then as soon as they said, oh, false alarm. No one's going to, there's no missiles coming. Oops. It rose. It spiked 48% above normal. So it went back up 77%, back to zero, which is normal. And then it went up above that 48%. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody was so tense that they needed to look at at uh, Pornhub to to release some uh, some tension and blow off some steam. <laughs> oh now I can uh, now I can go on with my day.
1: James, that last part wasn't necessary to the story. We all we, we all could imagine what, what, what they were doing, James.
0: Oh uh, well I mean this is an audio show. I figure I, I might as well include some sound effects. <laughs> oh man oops sorry I sent out a, uh, a mass page saying you were all going to be bombed to death my bad <laughs> won't happen again yeah speaking of Hawaii breaking news everybody um, yeah I, I pulled the trigger and I booked our next vacation to Hawaii That's right. We will be returning, but this time with uh, some more luggage. That's right. We're taking the kids.
1: Oh my God, James. What a stupid idea.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. But uh, I just... (laughs) This is going to be our first real family vacation. Um, I mean, we've we've gone on road trips and I guess those really count as vacations. Taking a road trip to like Yellowstone? I guess so. Yeah. But this is the first time we're going to go on a plane somewhere altogether. The kids have never been on a plane. Now I've had lots of thoughts about this whole thing. Because uh, my daughter, years ago, she was like, you know, I, as, a, as a little kid.
1: When I turn 10, I want to go to Hawaii. Daddy, I want you to take me to Hawaii when I turn 10.
0: And I was like, okay, sure. She was like five, right? And I'm thinking, eh. Okay, she'll totally forget about this. <laughs> Turns out she didn't. So when it came time when she was nine,
1: Daddy, you tell me you take me to Hawaii when I'm when I'm ten,
0: right? I was like, uh, well that's not gonna happen. Did not have the means to do so. So me and the wife went without them. <laughs> oh shut up. We earned it. But the wife and I never we've only been on two real vacations by ourselves, okay? It took like 10 years of being together before we went to, to anywhere together, like, uh, you know, on a plane, and that was to Kauai, the first time uh, we, you know, we left the kids behind. First of all, we, uh, we deserved it, goddammit. It was like our honeymoon, and we had a fucking blast, so much so we returned to Kauai last year, uh, mostly because I wanted to do that killer hike, that 22-mile backpacking adventure. <laughs> Um, yeah, the wife wasn't too happy with that, but, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, (laughs) so, yeah, there's a whole lot of things going on here, okay? A whole lot of explaining to do. It costs a lot of money to go to Hawaii. And I was like, you know what? I don't, I can't afford this shit. I'm not made of money, people, okay? You might hear all of my extravagant tales, you know, all these journeys that I do. You, You might think I'm very well off. That's not the case not even close. But this year I happened to uh, learn a little trick. Hopefully it doesn't fuck me. Someone told me, cause there's like a part of the season in my job that, well, it's like the end of the year that we get extremely busy. And someone tells me, Hey, if you just claim exempt on your, on your taxes, they don't take anything out and you collect all of it. And it doesn't affect you. If you just do it for one pay period. And I was like, ah, oh, really? So that's what I did for one paycheck. They took no taxes out. So whatever money I had, I put that towards the trip. And uh, I was like, all right. I feel like I'm getting away with something. But I hope when I do my taxes, it doesn't come and bite me in the ass. And then the wife is like, we
1: can't afford it. We shouldn't shouldn't do it. We should just save money and go in a year or two.
0: And okay, I, I understand that's probably the smart thing to do. But hear me out, everybody. <laughs> hear my side of the story. I think that kind of mentality, I'm more like, you know, I'm like more impulsive. That might be a bad thing. I'm spontaneous. I don't, I, don't, I don't have the patience to wait years for one. And two, I don't like that way of thinking because if that's the way I've seen people never wind up doing shit with their life because they're never ready to do anything because they start saving and something else comes up. Then something else comes up and they wind up putting it off and putting it off and it never fucking happens. So I bit the bullet. I pulled the trigger, whatever else with uh, analogy with guns you want to say. And uh, I bought the, tri- I, I booked the, the trip, all four of us, to Maui. My first time going to Maui and we're going to take the kids with us. And, uh, you know, a part of me is like... You're probably not going to have a good time because, you know, if you have kids, you know, a little bickering and the fucking arguing and the back and forth and don't, that's mine. Don't touch it. <laughs> Daddy. Ugh. So it could be a disaster, but hopefully, uh, hopefully not. <laughs> but yeah, I, so I, I told the wife, you know, I was like, look, these kids are small. Um, I feel like we should be taking them on trips with us because when they get older, they're not going to want to hang out with us. And I think we should try to create these memories and do some stuff now (laughs) instead of leaving them home again with the grandparents and taking off and having a blast without them. (laughs) Uh, You know? And they're so excited when I told them. Um, But, you know, part of me, another part of me is like, dude, fuck them. I never got taken anywhere as a kid. I was never taken anywhere. Honestly, I never left the state of California with my parents. Except for going to like, maybe Vegas or um, you know like TJ. That's it. Those don't count, right? We never did shit. Anytime we had a vacation <laughs> in bunny ears, we went up to see my, my mom's sister in fucking Bakersfield. Okay? <laughs> That's the extent. We never went anywhere. I didn't get on a plane until I fucking went to go visit my cousin in Florida when I was like 19 or 20. Holy shit, man. Anyway, so a part of me is like, <laughs> they don't deserve it. But then another part of me goes, that's just you being an asshole because you never got taken anywhere. So you're just taking it out on them. You ever heard that that whole thing with people? Well, I didn't get that. So why should they? Is that just like a jealousy thing? Like, you know, like you're taking your your shitty childhood out on your kids. (laughs) I kind of think that sometimes. And then I kind of catch myself. Who knows, man? There's a whole fucking debate going on there that I don't want to get into. But uh, there's another part that goes, don't you want your kids to have a way better life than you did? It's like, yeah, but at what cost? Am I going to spoil the fuck out of them? I don't. I I, uh, I overthink everything, and I don't. I, I don't know. So uh, so we're taking them this summer to Maui. That, man, that just seemed like a whole bunch of rambling. Uh, did that go anywhere? Uh, hopefully. So uh, originally, I was thinking of taking the family on a trip. I wanted to go somewhere tropically. Tropically is that a word? Tropical. Uh, I wanted to take the kids somewhere on a plane. I wanted to go to a, a nice, beautiful, beachy area. So I was looking into uh, Cancun. And I started hearing all the negativity around Cancun. That's Cancun. Cancun for you whites. <laughs> to Cancun. Uh, so I started looking that up. And at the time, what I was finding was it was cheaper to go to Cancun. To fly there, the whole family, and get a room for nine nights. It was cheaper doing that than just the cost of the flight to Hawaii. I was like, holy fuck. This is pretty goddamn expensive. Going to Hawaii, I mean. It's like, maybe I should just take them to Mexico. They start hearing all this crazy shit happening down there. People getting murdered and abducted. And it's like, well, I don't want to deal with that. But if you look closely, it turns out it's mostly in the clubs and the bars and all that shit, the nightlife, and I'm not going to be taking them there. But then the other part of me, I'm talking to people like, yeah, as long as you stick to the resort. It's like, I don't want to stick to the resort. I want to go out and explore the fucking land. Like I've said before, I want to go and explore. I'm on vacation. I don't just hang around and do nothing. I can't do that. I want to go see things. I want to experience the cultures. All right? I want to see the locals and, and their natural habitat and all that other bullshit. I don't want to see a bunch of fucking bunch of Americans just hanging around, fucking <laughs> laying on the beach. I want to go see what's going on with the Mexicans, what they're doing. But apparently, uh, there's a whole lot of shit going down over there. I was like, you know what? I'd rather go somewhere where I'm more comfortable and uh, don't have to worry about anything. So I actually did find a good deal. I did some research. It turns out you're supposed to buy your tickets a certain day of the week. <laughs> at a certain time, so uh, I wound up getting a pretty decent deal. Still, it costs it's costing more than going to Cancun, but I mean, at least there's the peace of mind, and plus, you know, I get to I get to fulfill my daughter's dream of going to Hawaii. You know, so uh, all signs point to that. Uh, but anyway, so this just was just a coincidence. I ran into a dude um mexican guy from when i was working he's like yeah i'm on my way to uh, back to mexico and like on sunday oh yeah yeah i spent a lot of time there i come here once in a while you know to st- stay with the family for a little bit and then i go back he's like you know it's not so bad over there the news man like they're just fucking painting a picture on tv like it's a bad place but it's not and i'm thinking holy shit this guy actually lives there he's got he's got knowledge You know, he's got experience. Maybe I should listen to him. Maybe I should book a trip to Mexico after all. Maybe I'm just letting the the news people get in my head. (laughs) But then (laughs) he goes, yeah, like on TV, they're talking a bunch of shit about Mexico, man. But you know, it's not that bad. It's a drug problem. That's all it is. So like if you don't mess with the drug people, just mind your own business. You see like maybe someone like dealing drugs or something. Just turn your head. Just look the other way. I was like, hmm, okay. I thought he was going in a different direction, but <laughs> I thought he was going to say, yeah, it's happening in some parts, but uh, for the most part, the country is uh, totally peaceful and beautiful and nice. But no, he's like, yeah, if you see something, you just turn your head. But then it gets worse. Like, no, for example, like if you're driving down the street and you, and you see someone get killed, just keep going. Like, don't act like you don't see nothing. If anyone asks you anything... What? No, I didn't see nothing. No, I didn't see nobody. I don't know anything. <laughs> and at that point, I'm like, all right, Hawaii it is. Oh, Christ. No, thank you. Speaking of Hawaii, I'm starting to get my, I'm starting to go back into summer mode. And that means working out, eating better. I got to shed my winter coat. <laughs> the last few months, uh, I think I discussed this last show. I really let myself go. You know, I was like, all right, I've uh, done all the hiking. I've climbed all the mountains. I've gotten to the top of Mount Whitney. So now I'm just going to fucking enjoy the rest of the year. And boy, did I overdo it. Lots of drinking, lots of eating, lots of tamales, brownies. Come on, dude. All this, uh, you know, the Halloween candy, which my kids had for months because uh, we, we don't let them eat too much of it. So, yeah, man, I'm just like eating candies, fucking brownies and... P- Cakes and all the holiday shit. Lots of tamales, lots of them. I didn't realize how uh, <laughs> how much it affected me. I was like, "Holy fuck, I'm fat now." <laughs> Three months. I was like in the best shape of my life this time last year. No, no, sorry, take it back. Not this time last year, but like you know, around the summertime. And uh, Jesus Christ, now I'm starting all over again. And you know what? I did a. Uh, I started the hiking. I started the hiking again, I told my wife uh, last year. Look, this is just this year, okay? Like, I'm going to start hiking all these mountains. I'm going to do Whitney, and after that, I'm just going to stop hiking, because that's my goal. And I I get pretty OCD about certain things. When I had that Whitney plan in my head, I was like, all right, I'm going all in. I'm doing the six pack of peaks before I do Whitney, and I'm doing fucking Whitney, and it's going to happen. And it did. And then I was like, all right, I'm done with fucking hiking. But now I'm starting to get fat. I was like, great, I got to go hiking again. And now she's like,
1: but you said you're going to do it all last year and you're going to stop. You're taking time away from the family.
0: I was like, you know what? Fuck you. No, No, I didn't. I was like, you know what? Look at me. I'm gaining weight. I need to get back on a mountain. Plus, I'm using it as an excuse to hang out with friends because I've kind of lost touch with a lot of my friends. That happens when you have kids. And uh, so recently I went on a, I started up again. I did Mount Wilson, which is like, you know, the beginning mountain. It's for beginners, but it's still fucking hard. I took my buddy Rob and uh, I was his first time hiking and he did better than I did. <laughs> I was, I was telling him,
1: I don't believe it. I'm so angry at myself. I did all these mountains last year. And I'm struggling with this one.
0: Yeah, it's like you start all over again if you take three months off. Such horseshit, man. Maybe I shouldn't have done the stationary bike like the day before because my muscles were kind of sore. So it kind of fucked me. But uh, besides that, it was cold as shit when we started. It was like in the high 40s. Did you get that Arctic chill? As you're walking up this mountain, oh, god damn it, it was so hard. But we did it in pretty good time. I think it's timed out for like seven and a half hours, and we did it in less than seven because I, I kept up with that dude's pace. First time I did it, that was my very first mountain hike last year. It took me like nine or 10 hours, all, all of us that were doing it, all four of us. So, uh, yeah, there you go. It fucking sucks, man, getting back into shape. It's work, bro. Plus, I want to eat like a fat ass, but you know you got to keep yourself in check. It's a big pain in the ass, but I want my beach body. <laughs> I got Mountain Baldy coming up in early February, February. So, uh, yep, I got. A, I'm doing a mountain climb every month. That's the plan, anyway. You know what? If if you are uh, thinking about being active, trying to be healthy. That's a great way to hang out with people. That's a great way to uh, to socialize, to get outside, go on an adventure, <clears throat> be uh, fit. It's pretty. It's pretty cool, because uh, it's it's you're with someone fucking eight hours, so you're just you're just together. You're you're in the moment. No one's on their phone. No one's fucking off. You know, it's distracted. That's just what you're doing. You're focusing. You got to walk from the bottom to the top. You know, and you got all the time in the world to uh, to talk, hang out. I had a fucking blast, dude. My buddy Rob. That's the first time uh, he's ever come along. I haven't seen him in a while, so it was pretty cool to to catch up. It's just him and I. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's fucking hard. Don't get me wrong. But highly recommend it. Um, you should just look at me like a fucking... here's. Yeah, today's fitness video is fitness dick in your ass. Oh, he did it again. uh, I'm going to show you how to really maximize your time with your friends as well as get results. Yeah, so (laughs) if you've been thinking about it, because you know that whole, it's January, so I got to start my resolutions. Uh, Yeah, just do that. Just uh, hang out with your friends. Go on a hike. It's fucking hard, but it's worth it. There you go. And now you know.
1: And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe.
0: All right. Fancy ties, everybody. All right. Now I'm going to do a segment that I haven't done in quite some time. A segment called Stranger Danger. All right. Thanks, Jim Morrison. That was lovely. This is a segment in which I just put together a whole bunch of unrelated stories uh, that are just a little bit strange. Weird. Just an excuse to throw them all together with no reason. All right, let's go. Uh, What's the first one, everybody? Hmm, let me look at my fancy notes. Oh, look at this one. A Florida man rigged his door to electrocute his wife to death. Uh Uh-oh. Do you think he got away with it, everybody? Let's read on. It says here, the man left a note for his wife saying, "Do not let the kids open the door." <laughs> so she was suspicious and she called the cops and they came and they they uh, I guess they busted the door. I don't know what the fuck they did. But um they found out that he had his the front door rigged so that it would electrocute his wife to death. And he took off and uh he changed his Facebook status to widowed. <laughs> Fucking genius! So uh, they want to busting him. Attempted murder. <laughs> Holy balls! What a dumbass. Pretty, uh, pretty good plan, but he could have executed it differently. <laughs> yeah, don't leave a note. Don't change your fucking Facebook status, dude. All right, don't leave a paper trail. As such, all right. Next up. Let's see, what else I got here? Oh, speaking of people harming their family, I heard recently that it's very common in Afghanistan for some people to make their kids walk in front of their tractors while they're driving them so that the kids can be checking for landmines because they could always make more children, but tractors are very expensive. And they would not be able to replace a tractor. Can you believe how dark that is? <laughs> oh, man. You have your kid as the fucking bomb squad. Walking around. Trying to see if there's any landmines that trip. Because you got to save your tractor. That's your bread and butter. Fucking A. I mean, you can live in a place and think that the conditions are shitty. But then you hear stories like that and it's like, fuck, man, we got it pretty good here. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. So no matter where you live, you just, uh, you know, you could be bitch. Like if you put things in perspective, you know, like let's just say, for example, because I've heard a lot of people in the, in Orange County Like, there's just like too much of a homeless problem. They're everywhere. There's like a whole city over there by Angel Stadium. And it's really it's not nice to look at. And you hear that, and it's like, yeah, that is a problem. You know, these homeless people, that's kind of weird. That's gross. They're walking around all the streets and a bunch of drug addicts and all this shit. But it's like, and then look at this place. They're using their kids to set off bombs in the floor. Woo! makes me feel like a... Well, I mean, it's not my problem, but it makes people in this country seem like they're fucking snobs and assholes. Really? That's what you're complaining about?
1: But it's all about the context, man.
0: Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, Oh, here's one. These next couple stories are all about self-harm. Protect yourself, everybody. Here's the first one. A man held his sneeze in... You know what I mean? How he he stopped himself from sneezing. You're like, <laughs> and you stop it like that instead of letting it. Oh, instead of letting it out, you stop it. He fucking ruptured his throat. He tore a hole in his throat. Everybody. Ah. So don't do that. <laughs> I guess you have such force with your sneeze that. Uh, you could tear a hole in your throat. Who knew? I sure as hell didn't. But uh, you know what? If you think about it, why would you want to hold in a sneeze? I guess it could be a courtesy at times, but if you, th- I mean, everything your body shoots out of it, it's a really great feeling. Am I right? <laughs> think about it. You sneeze, doesn't it feel incredible? You blow a load as a dude? I mean, is there any better feeling than that? <laughs> If there is, I don't want to know about it. Uh, (laughs) When you take a piss, when you're really holding it in, oh, you finally let it out. How about when you take a nice shit? Everything that comes out of you feels incredible. So uh, there's something to learn from this story. Don't hold anything in, everybody. Just let it all out. All right, next up. (laughs) Uh, Here's a way to protect yourself. Stay away from jet skis. I myself have never been on a jet ski. I am not privileged enough. I've known someone that's had jet skis, but was never invited out on the lake. (laughs) So listen to this. There have been reports that of, of people falling off the back of jet skis, you know, when they're riding them around real fast. And the jet that blows out the back that projects this thing forward has the power, they compared it, It has the power of 10 fire hoses, all right? The force that that's shooting out is the equivalent of 10 fire hoses. Now, it's been reported quite a few times that if you fall off the back of it, it can rip you open, cut your skin open, okay? Now, this particular case, I heard this on a radio show one time. People were calling in with uh, like horrific stories or whatever it was. And this this guy said that uh, his daughter, I think, fell off the back of a jet ski. And the jet ripped her vagina open. Ah! It ripped her vagina open to her cervix. She needed 100 stitches. All right? Think about that, everybody. It sliced her up when, oh, Jesus Christ. And uh, they had to airlift her to the hospital. And in the helicopter, when they're loading her up, or whatever the fucking case was, maybe it was the hospital. I don't remember what the guy said. But they asked if it's happened before. And the guy goes, yeah. We airlift people out of this area about three times a year with the same type of injury. And it can rip a dude's junk off. All right? just right? Th- I'm doing you a favor, everybody. This is a public service announcement. First of all, I would just stay away from jet skis altogether. But if you can't, you just have to get on a jet ski. Apparently, there's even stickers on jet skis that say you should be wearing protective, specific protective gear. There's uh, protective underpants that you can wear. To protect against this very injury. Have you ever heard of this before? Yeah, apparently there's a label right on there. It's probably very small. Or maybe you just don't even bother reading it. But uh, I think it's like Kevlar type underwear. That, you know, there's a protection where your crotch area is. Oh my God, it's fucking nuts. So please, for your sake for your balls' sake. Stay away from jet skis. (laughs) Uh, Okay, here's another story. Boy, this one's a little strange. (laughs) Not really. It's just the evolution of this world we're living in. So, I don't know if I've ever shared this before, but I'm just going to say that I haven't. So It's still in my notes. I didn't delete it. So, uh, let's just go with it as it's fresh news. 30 years ago... If your house happened to catch fire, you had approximately 17 minutes to get out before it was too late, okay? And you were trapped in there. 17 minutes. Nowadays, you have between three and four minutes. Okay? Do you know why? Take a moment to ponder why. Nope, you're wrong. The real reason is because everything nowadays is made from synthetic materials instead of natural materials. So they're far more flammable. Okay, we're talking about the carpet backing, the backing of the carpet. <laughs> it's much more flammable. And the curtains or drapes, the pillows on, or your couches. So let's just say that you have a, a candle burning in your living room. You totally forget about it. It falls down. Lights up the carpet. The carpet catches the drapes. The carpet also catches the couch. The whole fucking place is going up in no time. And uh, you've got a few minutes to get out. Isn't that scary? Have you ever heard of such things? I recently, uh, I worked with a guy who knew of another guy who went to another, who knew another guy who had a brother who had a sister that was married to another guy. Who was involved with uh, investigating a house fire. And I asked him what the cause was. And he said, a candle. That's why that was my example, everybody. A candle. Doesn't that seem weird this day and age? That's how a fire started? From a candle? <laughs> it seems like 1800s shit you had to worry about. No, this happened in 2018. 2018. Because of a candle, a fucking house burned down. It's so weird. Oh, Jesus. All right. Maybe that maybe that was a dumb thought. But uh, I guess like a lot of women have these dumb candles that give off these scents. I fucking hate those candles. Whenever the wife burns them, I walk in. It's like, oh, God. It smells like a fucking bed, bath, and beyond. I hate those stores. Oh, my God. Smell this one. Nope. Hate it. What about this one? I hate that one more than the last one. What about this one? It smells like a man. Then I really hate that one.
1: Don't lie, James. You like the musky undertones.
0: Oh boy. Let's see what else I got here. Uh, oh, here's one. Oh boy. I heard this on another podcast. I forgot which one. Heard it a while back and I wrote it down. So there was this story of this guy who went to. Uh, he was traveling to Alaska. Uh, he's on a ferry. Yes, James. No, not that kind of ferry. Uh, he's on a, no, the floating type of ferry. And he meets this dude. And this guy is talking, you know, they start talking, they hit it off. They wound up getting along really well. And uh, this guy says that it's, his, it's been his life's dream. He loves fishing. His life's dream has been to go to Alaska to fish in, a, in an Alaskan stream and, and catch some wild salmon. That's his dream, right? So the guy has this incredible fucking uh, rod and reel, real professional type stuff. And the guy winds up inviting him. Hey, why don't you come along? And the guy's like, all right, yeah, I'll go out with you. He winds up going out with this dude. There's like a group of them. They go to this stream. The guy throws throws his line in the water. And shortly after that, pulls out a beautiful fucking salmon. Oh my God, the moment of happiness that this guy has to fulfill his life's dream. He pulls out a few more out of this stream. Then they wind up going to camp later that evening. They're cooking up the fish, they're hanging around the campfire. They're eating, they're drinking, they're smoking the weeds, having a blast. Uh, he had one like he had one of the smaller salmon to himself, and he Gave the other ones to the other people, and they're all sharing it. This guy says he's drunk and high, and he looks down, and he sees a little bit of movement in the guy's salmon. He's like, wait a minute. Was that, uh, did I just see that correctly? And he's uh, trying to focus, and like I said, he's drunk and high, so he's like, you know, really focusing on this fish now. And he goes, "That I saw some worms in the fish that this guy's eating. ah <laughs> <laughs> this guy that saw it was a, a vegetarian and wasn't eating fish. So he, tells, he goes, oh, I'm thinking, what, do I tell this guy? I have to, right? This is his life dream to come up here, fish, get a salmon from Alaska, eat it. He's feeding everybody. He's having a blast. He's on the top of the world. And he's got to tell the guy that there's worms in his fish. He tells him, and the guy fucking, you know, his face totally changes. He chugs half a bottle of tequila, hoping to kill whatever worms are in his tumtums. tums And uh, the next day, this guy went off on his own. They went their own separate ways. He said later he wound up receiving a letter from this guy saying that he had to be medevac'd out of the Alaska or wherever the fuck he was. Because he had abdominal bleeding, internal bleeding. He uh, Doesn't know if the guy's dead or not. Isn't that fucking gross? <laughs> <laughs> apparently, you're not. You should probably try to avoid eating fish pulled out of uh, fresh water. Apparently, that's the rumor, anyway we are going to eat fish it's better to eat ocean fish i don't know that's something that i heard but uh that night i go home and the wife has salmon
1: <laughs>
0: being prepared for dinner i'm like oh fuck and i told her the story and the kids over heard me they're like
1: ew i don't want to eat worms
0: but uh you know these are previously frozen so i'm pretty sure that uh they were If there's any worms in them, they're probably suffocated to death, being vacuum sealed and then being frozen. And uh, I'm going to assume being baked to death. I'm pretty sure we're okay. So far, no abdominal bleeding. But uh, I also heard another story like the next day. And it says that this guy was taking a shit and he felt something (laughs) wiggling out of his asshole. Oh, God. That's a. Oh, that's a terrible fucking thought, right? And he reaches down there and he grabs it and he pulls out a five and a half foot tapeworm from his ass. Ah! And he happened to have an empty toilet paper roll and he like wound it up on that roll and threw it into a baggie and took it to the doctor. Oh, God. And uh, apparently those are easy to treat. They give you some kind of a pill or something like anti-parasite bullshit and it clears it up. That type of worm that he had. Five and a half feet long. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, and the guy claims he loves sushi and eats salmon almost every day. Um, I think it's pretty safe to say I'm going to avoid salmon sushi from now on. Once again, another public servers announcement. You're welcome. Hey, I'm just here reporting, trying to save lives. You're welcome. And this has been another edition of Stranger Danger.
1: Right.
0: All right, moving right along. This next thing I'm going to do is play you a sound effect. And you all know exactly what this is. A very famous cinema effect. <laughs>
1: James, that was a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man.
0: No, it wasn't. It was obviously the T-Rex from Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> Although terrifying and extremely badass, uh, according to scientists, that is not what the Tyrannosaurus Rex sounded like at all. And apparently, they had no need for roaring. I also heard that the majority of animals that roar are mammals. And uh, we just associate something bad and mean, like a mean animal, something that like growls and roars. Um, but that these creatures didn't didn't do that. So I think they found some evidence with their uh, fossils or whatever the fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that they were able to recreate what they think with, based on their evidence what the t-rex actually sounded like and it was more like a low uh vibrating rumble than uh than a growl or anything like that so i'm going to play for you that sound effect it's pretty hard to hear if you're listening on your phone or something so you'd have to have like headphones in or something it's very low frequency so First, I'm going to play, uh, once again, the Jurassic Park T-Rex, and then I will follow up with the actual, what scientists say is the actual sound they made. So, first of all, here's the Jurassic Park version. All right, now here's what the scientists put together that say that it actually sounded like. It's going to be a loop of like three or four times, so here it goes. What do you think about that? Like a very low grumble and you would hear, you would just feel the vibrations in the floor and all that shit. Pretty creepy, but uh, I still like the Jurassic Park one better. (laughs) Can you imagine just being, walking through the jungle and hearing either one of those sounds? It's fucking creepy as shit. But you probably hear it walking around first, right? It's so fucking big. Anyway, I just wanted to play those for you and... Hopefully you got some kind of enjoyment out of that, and remember this always. I'm simply saying that life, uh, finds a way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh boy. Speaking of creepy sounds, before I start wrapping this shit up, I'll share with you a little story. I shared this on another podcast, but this is my podcast, so I will share it again here. This is a this is probably the creepiest thing that's that can happen to a person. Maybe not. There's far more creepy things, but this really creeped me out. <laughs> so, for work, I uh, you know, I'm out in the field, driving all over the cities and all, and whatnot. And there are times where I have to use the bathroom. Now, I know you all love all my bathroom stories, but this one really creep me out the most there's a park that i frequently visit because it's a very clean bathroom as you're driving through the cities you start to note where you should stop if you have to go um you know you just kind maybe i should i I think peterson told me i should make an app i should make an app for all the good bathrooms (laughs) is that a thing am i sitting on a million dollar idea Well, I'm far too lazy to get that up off the ground. So if you come up with it, just cut me and Peterson in on this whole thing. All right. So uh, I'm taking a drive and I'm like, hmm, I got to pee pretty bad. And I'm coming up to that bathroom that I like using at this park. So I might as well just stop. And so I do. I pull into the parking lot. But I see one of those vans with special need people. That's right. A retard van.
1: Oh, my God, James, you can't
0: say that. Oh, come on. Who
1: cares?
0: (laughs) I really hate that everyone's so sensitive these days. You can't say the word retard. That's a good word. I'm not being mean. It's just true, though. Retard van. Uh, So anyway, you know, you've seen this before. They've got the person that takes all these people out and they take them to the park and let them fucking frolic to and fro, you know, graze in the fields, whatever they do. And so I was like, hmm, I bet there's a few of them in there. It's probably going to be weird if there are. So I stopped nonetheless because I got to pee and I might as well take advantage of the situation. Plus, like I said, it's a nice bathroom. So as I'm walking in, I see the guy like, you know, the, the wrangler, whatever you call him. He gives me the, the little head nod. I was like, hey, how you doing? I walk in the bathroom. and There's two of these, these uh, disabled, mentally disabled people standing in there. They're standing by one of the stalls, and uh, I don't know what they're doing, but I can tell that there's someone in the stall. And as soon as I walk in, they both see me, and they kind of get like a little weirded out, like, uh-oh, and there's someone else in here, we better go. And they make a couple grunts and groans, whatever they do, and they start walking out. Now I go to the urinal, and I start to unzip my pants, you know, I start letting the beast out of its cage. And, <laughs> and I hear in the stall, <clears throat> this person can hear me, you know, just hear the movements in the bathroom. And then suddenly the person in the stall starts going, ah, 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 <sniffs> "Oh, it's gross. And he goes, <laughs> he goes,
1: who did that? Who, who did that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> who, did that?
0: <laughs> who did that? Who did that? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, it creeped me the fuck out. It reminded me of the Joker, just like a maniacal laugh, like a creep. And I was like, wow, this is a person that you have no idea what they're capable of or what they can do. And just, I just started getting creeped out and kind of scared. Like I'm midstream, right? Like what if this person just decides to run out of the bathroom and fuck with me? And I just had this weird fantasy that they were going to come and like just rub shit on me and... (laughs) I've never been so creeped out in, the, in, a, in a public bathroom before. Oh, God. But it was like, you know, once I was free and I was safe after I got out of the bathroom, I just started laughing when I get back in the vehicle and start driving away. It's like, dude, what the hell just happened? <laughs> Who did that? Fucking fantastic. Moral of the story is, if you see one of those retard vans at a park, just don't don't even bother. Just go the opposite direction. That's mean. I'm sorry. Uh, No, the moral of the story is go to the bathroom if you see one of those vans because you're you're in for a treat. That sounds equally as creepy. You know what? Let's just move right along and forget all of this ever happened. Maybe she edit that out, James. Nah, I'm not going to do that. All right. Let's start closing the show out with a little something I like to call,
1: I fancy that.
0: It's beautiful. 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 It's wonderful. Wonderful. It's, I Fancy That. Fancy. fancy. All right, Fancy Times, everybody. Okay, I Fancy That is a segment in which I talk about something positive for a change. Aww. I talk about some happy things. So, what I fancy is, I fancy, right, today it's Thursday. It's January 25th.
1: 2018, the year of our Lord.
0: I, uh, I bought season passes. For Knott's Berry Farm this year. My uh, company every year has a company a, a, employee appreciation day. And they give us free passes to like Six Flags or Knott's or uh, Universal Studios. That kind of shit. Never Disneyland for some reason. Because <clears throat> Disney's heartless. They won't give us any free tickets. and uh, I don't know. I don't know why. But uh, so... When we go to Knott's, we have the option to buy discounted yearly passes for the next year. We went, I think, in uh, October or November of last year. So whenever we go there, they uh, give us the option to get discounted tickets for next year, for the the whole year. So I've bought them before, and it was like a few years ago. And it's cool, man, just having the season passes. You can just go and visit once in a while. Take the kids. They have a blast. It's a nice fun activity to do. So I fancy that I have Knott's Berry Farm season passes. Some people shit on Knott's Berry Farm. I don't get it. I fucking love that place. I like the Old West. I like uh, the rides. It's pretty cool. I don't know why they hate it so much, some people. And this one guy I know, he goes, he works with me. He's like, man, fuck Knott's. It's all about Disneyland. Fucking love Disneyland. It's like. Too many goddamn people there. And you know me, I don't like big crowds. <laughs> so today, I'm going to be taking... I'm going to pick up the kids that get off in about 20 minutes. So I got to wrap this fucking thing up. I'm going to go pick them up and take them to Knott's Berry Farms for a few hours. Look at that. Because today is my day off. That's why I'm doing this. Because I get some private alone time to scream me onto into a microphone. Look at me. So uh, yeah, I fancy... The opportunity to take my children to Knott's Berry Farm during the week for a few hours. Uh, I think normally, I think I got my uh, discount was like 50% off. I think I'm paying like 50 bucks each or something for a, per ticket for the year. So you pretty much go once and you made up for it. <laughs> and we've already went once a couple of weeks ago. And it's pretty badass. You get to go on all these rides and no one's there. So, having uh, these season passes and I get to take my little children's and get to go out uh, play on some rides. You know what I like? You know what ride I like the most is Supreme Scream. Are you guys a fan of the, dro- the free fall rides? I think those are the best. They take you up and they drop you down. It's very simplistic and it's very effective. I fucking love it. There's this brand new ride. We finally got to go on it. It's the one where you have uh, like a gun and you can shoot. You wear 3D glasses. It's like, you know, a submarine ride or some shit. And you get to shoot uh, these serpents swimming towards you. I mean, it's okay, but it's just way too fucking extravagant. And it's like, dude, it's simple. Take me up high and drop me down. (laughs) It's quick. It's fucking fun. And it's terrifying. So, uh, yeah, you don't, need to, you don't need to invest all this money in this high-tech bullshit, all right? Just take us up and drop us down. Take us on a roller coaster going up and down in little loops, okay? Let's just keep it simple, people. Don't overanalyze this whole thing. Uh, the log ride's fun as shit. So, yeah, I mean, can you beat that? An amusement park for pretty much for free. Get in, get the fuck out. No one's there. All those things.
1: I fancy that! Alright, and now it's time for the
0: darker side of life. That's
1: right! It's time for the legendary f- fuck you moment, and here
0: we all right the fucking moment is the opposite of i fancy that if you couldn't tell it's where i get to once again get on my high horse and bitch nag complain whine scream and yell and jump them down and fucking (laughs) i don't like this that's what that's what the segment's about we got to end on a negative note because why not okay i got two of them because i'm an angry cunt Two fuck yous. The first one goes to this dickhead. Well, you know what? It's him and people like him. This guy that I work with, when he first got to my location that I work, he transferred over. I'm like, oh, hey, what's going on, man? Where are you from? HP. And he just threw me off by throwing the initials at me. And I'm like, HP. Like, uh, Huntington Park. Oh, okay. And I was like, why didn't you just fucking say Huntington Park? And then later on, I heard someone else talking. Hey, what's up, man? Nice to meet you. Where where are you coming from? Oh, HP. Huntington Park. And I was like, why don't you fucking just say Huntington Park? No one knows what you're talking about right away, dickhead. I've heard someone else say BP. Okay, Baldwin Park, Buena Park. You know, who fucking knows? Just don't try to be cool. Ugh. This is this is it happens in other situations and I can't think of examples right now. But it's happened before where instead of making people guess what the fuck you're talking about, why don't you just say the place you're talking about? Ah <laughs> I know it's a stupid petty bullshit, but I mean why why do you Oh god? People just try to be so cool, man. You know, oh yeah from HP. Oh, yeah? Great. Is it that famous of a place that HP will suffice? Okay, you're not talking about D.C. Where are you coming from? Oh, I'm coming from D.C. Okay. I understand where that is. <laughs> All right. I mean, who does this? Do any other cities qualify if you just give initials? <laughs> oh, L.A. Duh. LA. I'm from LA. Perfectly fucking understandable because everyone knows LA. Everyone knows DC. All right. I mean, HP. Oh, great. you Fucking moron. Where are you from? I'm from HI. You mean Hawaii? Yeah. I'm from CA. Fucking stupid. Just say where you're from unless it's super famous. Okay. Can can we all agree on that? Yeah, can we? Can we all please? fucking idiot! Why do I get so angry about this dumb shit? I don't know, cause I'm petty and dumb. All right, next up, next fuck you goes to my wife.
1: Oh my god, James, we've heard all this before.
0: Yeah, she's been the uh, she's been the reason behind my fuck yous many a time. This time in particular, I think it's a stupid fucking reason that she got mad at me the other night. We're watching. A TV show at night. The kids are asleep, and we hear a thump outside. In the front yard, like against the garage. Okay, a thump. And she goes, and I, you know, I, I mute the TV. I say, like, and she goes, "You hear that?" I was like, "Yeah." And we're listening. She's like, "Are you gonna go outside and check?" I'm like, "No." And she got mad. Like, Why not? Most men go out and check. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking stupid. Have you ever seen a fucking horror movie? That's how everyone gets killed. You don't investigate the, the noises outside. That's stupid. That's, that's the, the easiest way to get killed. Are you crazy? And she makes these dumb faces. She, she, she actually got mad at me. Because I didn't want to go outside and investigate the strange noise. Are you fucking crazy? And I go... Let's, let's, I'm like, are you really getting mad at me right now? It's like, why, didn't, why wouldn't you go check to see what it is? It's like, why would I do that? I'm like, let's analyze this for a moment. What if I did go outside and I took like a bat with me or something? Okay, and I go investigate. What if there's a killer out there and he easily takes me down because I'm a nervous fucking asshole and I don't know what to expect and he's been hiding and he, <laughs> he kills me, then what? Then the door is open and he can come inside and get you and the kids and rape and ravage you. All right. Is that a good happy ending? I'm just inviting the guy in. And she kind of like, hmm. she kind of like agreed, but then still gave me that, that look like, you pussy, that kind of thing. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe this shit. <sighs> oh God. So the next day I went to work in the morning. I walked outside and they saw a little, a little, patch of animal hair by the garage it's like okay now this makes perfect sense something was being attacked and bumped into the garage door done case closed and guess what I'm still alive and so are all of you (laughs) none of us are raped we will all live to fight another day so dumb dude the things that women want us guys to do you know take out the trash, investigate strange thumbs in the night. I mean, where is the line drawn? Okay, listen, you want equality, ladies? You go investigate the strange sound. I mean, honestly, if it is something, if there is a person out there doing some shit, do you really want to go confront them in the middle of the fucking night and it's dark outside and you can't see shit? Do you want to put yourself in that situation? I'm not a fighter. What am I going to do? I'm going to be killed or raped, and then you're going to be killed and raped after that. Was it worth it? Who's smarter? The fucking tough, macho, meathead? I'll go see what it is. I'll get to the bottom of this right now. Who's smarter, that guy or me? (laughs) For staying in the house and being safe. Stupid. Stupid. I never understood that. Well, that was, there's a noise outside. I better go see what it is. No, you shouldn't. You should stay right where you are. and You should be safe. If somebody wants to come inside the house and break a window or something and jump in, that's a different story, okay? They're, they're coming into your area. Then all hell can break loose and you can defend yourself. But for you to just willingly, I'm just going to walk outside and see what's going on. What's happening out here? What is that? <laughs> no fucking dumb that's fucking dumb and if you do that you deserve whatever is out there waiting for you all right let's you want to further explore this thing let's just say That there's a freak fucking coincidence that some kind of a bear is out there. Let's say that someone was transporting a bear through my neighborhood and they crashed and the bear escaped and now the bear is walking through my fucking front yard and it bouncing, like, you know, it's going through the trash can. Is it safe for me to go out there and investigate in this freak? And tonight on the news, a, a, a man was investigating a strange sound and was attacked and killed by a black bear is that how I should go out or you know what let's just ignore that sound and let's just hope for the best (laughs) the next day we can read about it or see it on the news wow it's a good thing I didn't go outside huh I could have been attacked by a bear (laughs) have I illustrated this have I beat this point into the ground long enough I think I have because I, I crossed over an hour and that's my dedication is one hour. The danger hour is now complete. And so to assholes that abbreviate shit that don't need to abbreviate shit, fuck you and to my wife that's questioning my manhood because I don't want to go investigate strange thumps in the night. Hey, lady. <laughs> I fuck you. Fuck you. All right. That's going to do it. And I approximately have six minutes to stop recording, go change, take a piss, drive to my kids' school, and pick them up to take them to Knox Belly Falms. But uh, So that's not going to happen. So they're going to be waiting for me. But uh, you know what? You guys are worth it. You guys are worth neglecting my children over. You know why? Because I care. All right. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed some of this show. There was some informative content i believe i think this one maybe could have saved a life or two and you know what for that again you are welcome and as always i end every show by offering some fantastic advice simply stay
1: dangerous my friends james can i interrupt if you say stay dangerous my friends and and your wife asks you to go do a dangerous activity by investigating strange noises James, why don't you take your own advice and investigate that sound? Because, James, that is how you stay dangerous.
0: You know That is a great point. But well, sorry, I've got to go because i got to pick up my kids. I don't have time. So stay dangerous, my friends. Okay, bye.